Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. It's 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to the Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're talking about Texas. They are adding a few more conditions to their list of qualifying conditions for medical. Uh, they're also considering uh, upping the TAC caps. We're also going to talk about Connecticut. Idaho is trying to make it difficult for people to get shit stuff, stuff on the ballot. <laughs> but let's just get right into it. Hey, Tom. Oh, hey, Mickey. Snap. <laughs> We were we were censoring ourselves while we did it. So thanks so much for joining us for another classic episode of Cannabis Legalization News. My name's Tom Miggy. How's it going? Good, brother. Uh, lots of interesting stuff going on in Texas. Lots of interesting stuff in Texas. And I wanted to give some shout outs before we turn to Texas, because I just got out of Indianapolis this uh, week and I saw so many awesome people from the CBD Expo. Uh, then I found out that that is ter uh, Terpenes and Testings Magazines. Mace Communications puts on these CBD Expos. It was really awesome. I saw clients. I saw people in the industry that are just freaking amazing. I got it. I got it right here. Do you know what this is? Got it's a dabber, that. right? No, no, oh, no, this isn't a dabber. See, you can see it's a flower. Uh, oh, nice. uh, let me see if I can get the, like, okay, I got an okay-ish. Uh, and so for those of you listening at home, I just kind of showed a nugget. And that nugget is a CBG nugget with Delta Ooh. 8 being sprayed on it. And so that's the, that hot stuff that's in the unregulated markets because it's legal by, by the 2018 hemp law. So if you're tuning in and you, you own like a head shop and you're dealing in uh, that type of hemp, smash some likes, click subscribe. And then another shout out to somebody else who's in the Ganjier program that uh, hooked me up with something really sweet that he sells. I mean, he's, uh, he makes these dabbers, man. That's the one. I'm and so about. like, it's this, it's this artisanal dabber. That's really, really awesome. So this was made by Logan. And so like, hey, Logan was really, you know, he said, hey, and he also said that he was in the Navy. So I, I told him that I'd, I'd tell him that. But if you guys want one of those artisanal dabbers, you can head on over to zen-burnings.myshop.shopify.com and get yourself a fine artisanal dabber. And so this is the first event in a while. This is, this is what events are about. This is about yeah. like people exchanging products and you walking away and going, 
all right this was all right i'll share it with uh my network yeah. and shit like that that's right and then like they they have the safer cigarette there too these well, are hemp cigarettes they're made to look just like cigarettes they say that see they, they look just like cigarettes they come in the cigarette package I, I believe there's 20 i haven't counted them but it's made from a proprietary blend of federally compliant hemp flour and keef proprietary so you know it's good miggy have you frozen have I frozen? Am I live? Oh, cool. So anyway, I'm going to fill some yeah, more Mickey, time. Miggy's out. I don't know where he went. Well, Miggy will be coming back as soon as he is able. You know how the internet in Seattle is sometimes. Uh, and so I did want to give a shout out. That was the first stop on our tour for this year. Uh, and that was in uh, Indianapolis for the, the CBD Expo, where I was a panelist. And then I was also a moderator of some really interesting panels on uh, cannabinoids and also uh, plant medicine. So your, your mushrooms and whatnot. And we're going to be going on more tours. And so you can join us, Cannabis Legalization News. Next, we're going to be Barnes storming out with uh, the cannabis industrial marketplace, guys. Oh, there's a media kit in there. But um, the important thing to know is that we'll be in New Jersey and uh, Philadelphia uh, in August. Chicago, I want to say, is in June. St. Louis is in... St. Louis is in uh, November. We'll be in Cincinnati in a month uh, in May. We're going to Cincinnati. Uh, and we're still trying to get Miggy back in. I'm not sure what's going on with them. So let's just kind of get to the first story because you guys really want to see all this stuff about Texas. And we're going to have Miggy joining us as soon as we get that back. So in Texas, there is a medical marijuana program that could make marijuana more widely available in Texas. And hopefully this will actually get out of committee and also uh, raise the THC levels. So the program currently allows Texans with epilepsy, autism, and a couple other conditions to allow low THC medical cannabis, a.k.a. this delightful hemp flower. It's right here. Actually, CBD hemp flower. Miggy, has the uh, 21st century returned to Seattle? Hey, that's what happens when you're stuck in a compound. <laughs> yep, we're going to need to get a hard wire for Miggy on that. Hey, do you have a 5G phone yet? Well, then we need a hotspot. But 5G is the noise. And so one of the things that we're kind of counting on in the tour coming up, usage of 5G to be able to do the podcast. So we're talking about how they're trying to change the laws in Texas to allow for additional um, conditions. And then also uh, doctors and patients testified it would be an alternative to the highly addictive opioids. So that'd be great. They're trying to get uh, chronic pain or cancer in there, as well as veterans with PTSD to be able to get into the program. So that's House Bill 1535. Nice. Yeah. Yay. Prohibition light. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I feel bad for Texas. This is just like... Show me on a plant where it's hurt you above five percent. Even like, why? What? Why are these even like? I get it. I, I mean, I don't get it, but it's the state, I mean, it's going to allow them. They're going to be able to raise the THC limits, and then these THC limits, it still would probably like preclude a lot of the one to one blends because they can get up to about ten percent or more each of THC and CBD. But currently, it's a 05 percent level, and they're going to raise that to a five percent level under this if they can pass it through the legislature. Well, and then expanding the uh, the uh, the requirements is also good. I mean, I don't want to be all negative when this stuff happens, but on the same point. It's still all rhetorical bullshit. You know, uh, it's kind of interesting that that a Republican is pushing this one in Texas, you know, like, you know, they're not all against it, but yet 
There's a lot against it. There's a lot of them that are against it for not all of them being against it, which is kind of interesting. Maybe yeah. one day I should like fly out to the Miggy compound and we can work on a, a studio for Miggy to, to like to be relegated to in the house. I mean, like it's hey, yeah. it's what happens when you well, you know, like it's great to have this podcast an opportunity that we have a, a base yeah. of 20,000 subscribers, but you know why we got this basis because we're just average people that have been speaking up for years. Like, like, like in the <laughs> end, you know, I, I try my best to like, uh, uh, to have that good connection and whatnot. But today, Sunday, uh, dude, you know, the lazy stoner in me, I ended up doing laundry, cleaning mm-hmm. the bathroom, uh, did the kitchen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, all while smoking this heavy indica, I mean, I was doing wild shit, and so now I'm drinking a beer trying to get ready for part two because I got to power wash the driveway. I'm just glad that you didn't get cut out before it was 420 somewhere, and that's coming up in about 10 minutes, and I'm going to be enjoying not the Delta 8 sprayed CBD. um, Actually, it was CBG flower. Instead, I'm going to be enjoying some Sun King. How was that? I was going to ask you. how. So, like, the spray, I mean, like, it's so funny. It's okay. It's okay. You know, that's it's not great, uh, but it's okay. Uh, the Delta Eight gummies were clay, were kind of fun. The Delta okay. Eight gummies, yeah. That, um, um, those marijuana light cigarettes. Who made those? Marijuana light cigarettes. This is by Hemp Smokes. I don't know if we actually have a brand. It's advertised as. Uh, uh, it's by Earthy. Oh, that's right. Federally compliant hemp by Earthy. Shout nice. out to Rod Kite. This is one of his clients, and then they. Um, uh, they had a pretty sweet brand and, and booth at that the uh, the event. And so like a lot of people that are selling these products are at these events. You could buy uh, $250 a pound for the CBG Delta 8. So it's pretty, pretty sweet. You know, Michael says uh, they, they don't run. Oh, yeah, they use a nebulizer to fog it with the Delta 8 concentrates. Thank you, Michael. We learned something. But spraying it, spraying it on has that uh, that paraquat imply, you know. It just sounds weird, like especially with nebulizer. cannabis. Nebulizer, yeah. Please, <laughs> just nebulize the shit out of it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, you know, Delta Eight's all right. I had the uh, those Vance Glore cigarettes where I did the uh, the hemp uh, comparison with uh, Josh Kincaid, and yeah. uh, I liked the the high. That was a uh, a momentary. wasn't You could tell it wasn't full of weed, but it still was not normal. It was like I feel pretty good. So uh, if you're in a prohibition state, you know I recommend to. But then again. You know, we got so many ignorant people like, uh, you know, the, in Florida. Nikki uh, Fried, Nikki Fried in Florida. Nikki Fried in Florida. Republicans declare war on medical marijuana. Opinion Tallahassee. Republicans. Oh, good. Yeah, go figure, Florida. Mm-hmm. Republicans in Florida legislature want to turn back the clock and renew the failed war on drugs. At least that's what you'd think based on the bills filled this session. HB 1455, put forward by Representative Roach, ironic, right? Declares war yeah. on Florida's medical marijuana program and patients. Yeah, that's it's just unfortunate that this guy has a cool name and a shitty attitude. Yeah. <laughs> And this legislation is seeking to place caps on THC levels in Florida medical marijuana products and limit their impact on forcing patients to purchase higher quantities in order to get the same level of treatment because THC is a key component for relief that millions rely on and attempts to hurt it will hurt patients literally. And so you know what I tried to do? Mm -hmm. I tried to get a price check on Florida 8th. 
Can I get a oh, price yeah. check in a Florida eighth? And so that leads me to the True Leaf site because the largest uh, operator in Florida is obviously True Leaf. And from its own website, you have the ability, kind of like Tesla, you can go to a Tesla site and, and buy a car and then they'll they'll send it to you. So like I have to figure out if I can log in. And then I would be able to get access to the prices of a truly flower. But I'm not sure if I can get access because they might be like, enter your card. And and so uh, I don't have a card. I don't live in Florida. But uh, I have not been able to find the price of weed in Florida. Oh, my gosh. Miggy dropped off again. This is what I get for, for talking about the price of weed in Florida with uh, a nice. OK, somebody's saying about 50 bones. So hopefully uh, Richie Jr. O-Town has gone to a Florida dispensary and uh, and checked it. And that's pretty close to what we're going to be playing uh, our name that strain with later. However, the SB 1455, uh, it's not SB, it's in the house, uh, is the one that's trying to limit the uh, concentrations of THC. It's also going to create a new tax on patients. What do you think yeah. about new taxes on patients? Well, at least to a higher cost by requiring them to spend more money to obtain the level of relief they need to live comfortably without pain. This is ridiculous. Like, again, it's always the patients. And, and, and when we talk about patients, we need to remind people that there are legit people who are not well, not healthy. Uh, and when you're in that condition, elderly, uh, you're not in the regular workforce. You're not able to perform and uh, achieve the level of income that most people can achieve. And, and can you imagine, it's like if uh, we know cannabis is part of the endocannabinoid system. Can you imagine if there was like a, a huge spike in vitamin C so we could all prevent scurvy? Oh, yeah. That'd be hilarious. They find out how scurvy works and then people eat vitamin C. We find out how the cannabinoid system and being cannabis deficient uh, may play a role in Crohn's disease or, or glaucoma or several other autoimmune diseases uh, that or even certain cancers uh, where you have uh, a system that is deficient in these cannabinoids and their endocannabinoid systems have gotten out of whack and need supplementation. Uh, can you believe that? That that is not known? that you do not have access to um, safe, high-quality product, you know, pure, good stuff. Well, it, it's, 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 it's telling your constituent, your, your, your people, like, hey, we're not going to let you have an, a balanced system, a wellness issue. It's, it's a wellness issue. This is – you're not allowed to choose holistic over these pills. Yeah, but no, that, that's one of the claims, one of the felicious, felicious, which is a fictional and also uh, malicious claim, felicious. Uh, and so I'm, I'm making up words as I that's am delicious. choking, choking on my own rage towards the Florida Republicans that are trying to uh, say that we're going to see another opioid crisis if we don't rein in the power of cannabis as if the dabber that is going to get that wonderful dab for you, even artisanal. And it's going to be the, some high quality extracts, some stuff that's got, you know, live terps in it. And it's really, really flavorful and tasty. That's going to be basically as much THC as you want or can concentrate or get, you know, and it's ignorance. That's, 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 that's winning this argument when they see dabbing because most people don't understand. And I'll admit when I first here in Washington, when it was becoming popular, it looked cracky to me. I was like, I, I don't think I want to do this thing that involves a huge torch and a thing that you call a nail. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I just did it. I'm true to the flower. And I was like, I'm, I'm always a flower person. And then, as people, you know, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know what's good with some flour? Keep. A little bit of uh, extract on that flour, like oh, a yeah, little, totally. 
you, you put a little bit of that on your joint, make a little super joint. You know, you have some um, some some concentrates rolled in, maybe a little keef. Well, no, I'm I'm nail team concentrate, but like you know, in the beginning, uh, 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 with the just because that's not the only way you can consume it, but it's one of the preferred and original ways to consume. Just like hashish, you know, you put a hashish on a nail and you would smoke it from, you know, concentrates are the same thing. Concentrates are just another form of hashish. You know, yeah. like when you take uh, concentrate from orange juice. And what up, dudes? What uh, up, Rob? You know, you what have damn right. Uh, like a concentrate from orange juice, you can, you can turn it into forms of the kind that's solid and put in your freezer that you add the cup of water with it, or you can have like powder form that you mix it. All from the same orange, just like uh, cannabis. It's all from the same cannabis plant. And then I think we're we're still in that part of education where people need to get that through their head that yeah. concentrates are just. And it's not super weed. It's not. The THC nope. crack or any of this other byline bullshit. Nope. Yep. I was just talking to my grower friend before the show, and he was actually at a novel solution for like uh, just robbing the CO2 from the air. Uh, like plants, that's like one of the main things that they metabolize is carbon. And so uh, they actually overpipe into like five times the amount of carbon dioxide into a grow because the plants will use part of their metabolism, suck it up. Thank God you're moving again, Miggy. I thought you were about to drop. No, no, no. The last time I had to drop out because I hit my mic by accident. I'm, I'm in a weird spot. Like I'm on a corner of a couch. I didn't want to chill my kid's dirty room at the same time. I'm trying to, it's all good. I, I, dude, <laughs> If we don't have Hemp Fest this year, we should still do an episode and part of the tour should still be somewhere in Seattle where we'll do it and then uh, set up a, a sweet uh, reporting station in your basement for you. Well, I think when it's uh, the tour happens, like right now, uh, events are happening slowly. I, I think I told you I accidentally walked into one a month ago. Uh, yeah. Really nice event with uh, Dogface, the, uh, the influencer guy. Okay. Uh, it was an accident. I, I didn't know what was going on. I walk in this room. There's like 30 people all like, you know, keeping distance and still, it was awkward because yeah, pandemic. But then, uh, the other, uh, uh, event that happened recently, I think last week where I posted on our uh, members only where I smoked out in front of the, uh, it was a meet and greet for the growers and the, uh, uh, stores. And so that was a, a mini event. Uh, so as time goes on and again, I get my second shot of 420. I feel more confident about interfacing with people. Uh, not so much uh, sharing products, but, uh, you know, being in a room full of people because the air kills you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that was very strange. Uh, quick shout out to William Strapp for throwing us 10 bones. Well, a penny less than that. But uh, and then Jess Bakes for showing, uh, throwing us uh, $8.40. That goes Two to help. Two four twenties. That goes to help fund Miggy's rig that we got to buy for him. So anyway, man, it was it was just a wonderful uh, weekend that I had on the tour, uh, you know, at Indianapolis because Indianapolis, you know, Indiana is more of a red state, so freedom or whatever. Uh, we don't need no masks or whatever. And, um, <laughs> well, there was still a lot of mask compliance, a, a whole bunch of mask compliance, but for some reason, everybody just has a coffee all the time, and so like uh, there's that. But it was the first time since March fourth of 2020 that i was in a room with more than 10 people yeah it gets weird you walk in yeah. it's kind of like uh, uh you can uh, like people have like an aura and like you know uh, they they put off they breathe they fart they stink you know they have a and so like you walk into a room of people and you're like you get hit by this wave of like you know people and uh, and i'm like all oh, right i forgot we are human people because you know what time it is 
Oh my goodness, is it time for me to try some of this here, Sun King? Hey guys, if you're in the uh, if you're in the East Coast, uh, it's 4:20 somewhere. So one of the often used taglines for our upcoming tour is going to be "It's 4:20 everywhere." There you go. Oh, I like. It. I like it. It is technically. I mean, if you believe in something, it's there all the time. I got sure. Connecticut. Connecticut lawmakers approved governor's marijuana legalization bill in committee. Yes. And so Connecticut is uh, winding through the uh, you know long road of how a bill becomes law. And now it's out of committee. And so hopefully now it's going to be getting some floor action and get a vote. Yeah. No, this is exciting. Let's, let's not die in committee. The, the bill to legalize marijuana. Oh, you already read that part. Uh, yep. The legislation, which has been amended since its introduction to include a series of new social equity provisions, nice, advanced through the legislature's judiciary committee after a 22 to 16 vote. That's not too bad, you know. I mean, I just don't get the negatives. Like this, this reefer madness stuck in people's head. Like, ours are still a third. A third. I mean, I guess it's because like a third of people still believe January 6th didn't happen, but I mean, I just don't get how there's still a third. I don't know, but let's talk about a little bit of the the stuff that they are passing over in Connecticut. Connecticut actually does have like 3 million people, even though it's this big on the map. It's got the same population about as Arkansas. Uh, So, yeah, there'll be some uh, licensed opportunities there for a bit. Uh, Anyway, and uh, the new amendments, uh, the bill measures closely aligned, set aside 40% of eligible cannabis businesses licenses to social equity applicants, and they've added social equity language, and they've set a quota-based aspect of the the social equity uh, at a percentile. So that's really cool. And then it's going to legalize an ounce and a half. So your possession limits will be an ounce and a half. It also allow uh, a store up to five ounces in a person's home. Well, that's that's not, that's better. I mean, like that's one of the weird, stupid things about stuff is there's still, still possession limits, you know? Yeah. Uh, And, and that's, and then possession limits in your own home, I think are ridiculous. I understand that just for supply demand concerns, like if somebody just buys a whole bunch of weed and then you can't, you don't have it for the next person. And like, you need to kind of like prioritize the patients for the supply and the access to the supply. But, uh, so like, License caps for that. I mean, not license, you know, p- purchase limits for that particular purpose. Great. I'm on board with. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to have like weed at home. Like, you know, like you say before, it's, it's a lot of arbitrary bullshit because here in Washington, I'm only allowed to buy an ounce a day technically. But yeah, mm-hmm. if I go on a camping trip on the weekend where I'm not going to be around a weed store for a while, I'm going to buy three or four ounces. That means I got to go to three or four different stores in the same day. Like, who are you preventing? Who are you stopping? (laughs) I understand. And then that's one of the deals where, yeah, because then they actually do, they have like looping and stuff. And so they train uh, bud tenders to recognize people because then not only can you give them better customer service by saying, Miggy, what brings you in today? An Indica, you know, and then it also allows you to make sure that they're not looping, which they're trained to be able to do. So that's why you recognize somebody just because they're like, why are you back? Can you yeah, come but, back tomorrow? <laughs> but to prevent something like that in a uh, statewide uh, industry, you have to have a one a, a network with all the stores talking to each other, and then you would have to like put your name in that network and say, "Today I made my limited purchases." It, it doesn't work that way. That's a clearly an invasion of privacy. Yeah, well, 
I get it. But then that's where you got to start. And so now we need to have legislation. If they're going to have crazy cockamamie legislation to like limit the amount of THC, let's have crazy cockamamie legislation to get rid of possession limits. Yeah. How about that? You you shall be able to buy. And like the, on, the only possession limit we'll have in there, the only regulation is supply must be uh, dedicated to patients. The, the, the license holders that have those types of licenses uh, must have enough supply on board for uh, to meet patient demand. That, oh, yeah. I mean, you, ideally, you wish. Right. We wish it would be about patients. We wish. We hope. But once hey, the, uh, it's huh. about the patients that are getting paid. <laughs> man well uh, i mean again there's like gray areas again of good and bad you can say hey I, I i totally support people paying their bills and having good times and vacations and, and stuff like that but also like i said before a lot of patients are sick and can't they don't have the capacity to work and have income like most of us do you know when when, when recreational hit out here um i saw a lot of old people going to the stores and uh, you know, they they testify later to how it helped him. And you're like, but man, where were you when it was the medical fight? You know, you, you learn after the fact because now it's quote unquote recreational and legal. But it, this is why we, we lose and we have this uh, yep. systemic ailment of what, you know, that I think. Yeah. You know, legal- well, one of the things they did put in the law, they do let you grow. So there will be medical home grow in Connecticut, but you can't start until May 2022 for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and medical home grow for six plants and uh, adult grow decriminalization. So the similar in Illinois, where if you're growing a small home grow of less five plants or less, then you're going to get a $200 fine. Uh or you could spend $200 to get your cannabis card so you don't have to pay taxes on cannabis uh, or lower taxes. Uh, you'd get you know, priority access to supply if there is a drought, and then you can grow your own uh, legally. And, and one of the good things they did really do, though, is uh, odor is not a crime. That, that's huge right there. That, that, that's in one step towards right. just vil- non-vilifying it, thank God. And they also have a cannabis control commission that they'll set up, which is always a good thing. When you have a one single commission that's created in the uh, agencies or in the wing of the administration to oversee the cannabis um, operations in the state, you get a lot more efficiencies because the cannabis control commissions that are established in particular states, states don't know how to regulate weed very well. And so Illinois has not done this yet and they aren't regulating weed very well. Uh, And so these states that actually have like uh, agencies eventually like Michigan just you know more recently has. And so it's our, it's all in the MRA now. And then they're able to just have a better framework for getting people licenses, getting people identified, you know, certified as social equity and all that other type of stuff. It's yeah, um, it's the way Michigan, to go. Michigan always kind of had the Laura too. The, the Laura was like right. a patient version of it. No, Laura is was just that's licensing and regulatory agents. Oh, okay. So like they got another one specifically dedicated then to uh, can well marijuana they call it there after time like Illinois is splitting it between the Department of Agriculture and then a similar type of like registration agency and. Yeah. It's a better way to do it. Opposed to having uh, like the Washington State, you have this uh, anonymous board that uh, has the power from the governor and has no uh, influence from the people. It, it's ridiculous how the Washington regulates it. But yeah. again, to their credit, they did create this business infrastructure that has enabled a lot of business rights for the workers. And so 
you know, again, legalization, uh, there's pros to it. There's so many more pros than prohibition, you know, enabling protection to people. Uh, one of the good things I like about this, uh, they're coming up with their uh, social equity is that the 51% ownership. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah, that is kind of neat. Well, you know what? Um, it's not all good news in cannabis right now. It's not all legalization and social equity. And we could talk about the allocations of the taxes, but we'll, we'll bore you guys later. Here's some shocking, terrible, bad news for everybody. The Idaho House has passed the most restrictive initiative requirements in the nation, uh, is reporting on the Idaho Citizens Coalition for Cannabis. And so in Idaho, by a 58 to 18 vote, they passed something called SB 1110, and that bill increased the signature gathering requirements for citizen initiatives. So it has become more difficult to get something on the ballot in Idaho. I wonder why they did that. Yeah, I, I mean, they've been trying. This is the same state that's trying to leave, uh, outlaw porn, I believe. Or is that Utah? Wow. So like is you well, uh, this is Idaho, Utah. I mean, they, they I mean it's kind of the same. Brothers and sisters. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and then when you say like shocking, as far as like, you're not, you know, you can't be shocked. Did, have you watched the, uh, the uh, last night's uh, Saturday Night Live? I, I watched uh, the clips when I woke up. Did you see the uh, the intro? How they, they pretend they were like the Minnesota News and they couldn't get it to figure out. They couldn't figure out. Yeah. It was basically just um, racial undertones throughout everything. But that's what I mean. That's how I see like Idaho itself as being the like, we're going to you know, stop this evil grass from coming to our, you know, like, really, really, I'm really shocked. I'm really, yeah. I'm really shocked when I get pulled over going through Boise. I'm not really shocked when I, you know, going down the, the, the 84 or whatever. I really yeah, they haven't seen you there before. You have out of state plates You're coming from Washington. Yeah. Probably got weed in the car. That's why I got pulled over Wyoming. I told you, man, like the cop literally pulled side by side to me, looked at me and then kind of slowed down behind me and said, all right, here we go. So, that's the guy that's our guy and so that's one of the reasons why before the tour goes to the red states i might want to get this sucker uh, trimmed up uh before i hit um uh, uh ohio in about a month so you know join us in ohio at the ohio and kentucky uh event that we're gonna have and we'll have more on that uh in coming episodes so don't forget to hit them uh likes buttons and then also the subscribes because I know, pardon me just tell me you're a preacher have you oh, seen yeah. all these young preachers, dude? I'm just saying. I will. I will be the reverend when I go there. Just uh, And the reason why I'm going to be the reverend is so that I, oh, shoot, we should play strain of the day. Because, like, as a reverend, I feel like I can get away with more. Oh, yeah. Especially now. All right. Well, let's, let's play strain of the day. The name of that strain of today is that strain right there. Look at that trim. Yeah, that's uh, that looks straight up machine trimmed, if you ask me. Yeah, well, look at the the right. like yeah, the break off. Clearly, it's probably was tumbled around a little bit. It but looks like a, we have we have some tumbled up miniature. I would describe these as popcorn nuggets. Today's uh, looks like more like popcorn nuggets. It is a Florida strain, if that helps. And so, Florida people in the house, you have a higher likelihood of naming this strain. It's one of the flowers from uh, a website that I was showing you guys earlier. It's a vertical, fairly large vertical player in Florida. Very uh, dark green. I'd say forest, forest dark green um, with the uh, very red. dark green. Yeah, yeah, old school like uh, 
that's the kind of shit that we tell me like, yeah, man, we call this one red hair. Yeah, you don't know what's fucking hair. called. <laughs> I got some yeah. red hair, bro. Uh, it's uh, it's not Florida orange. I don't know. I don't believe it's Florida orange. We don't have any. It's no Gorilla Glues. It's no um, mimosas. But thank you for the members shouting out, you know, to the members and you know those people that have supported our channel. That's fantastic. We're gonna use that to to buy Miggy uh, front lighting, and it's gonna make his face pop. It's gonna just. It's gonna take our podcast game up to here. And if you're listening at home, I have elevated my hand by about a foot. And I would describe the bracts of these flowers, the trichomes, as not too frosty. It doesn't look too frosty, does it? No. I'm not like I'm not thinking this sucker's iced out. It's like some silver. Oh man, I smoked some silvery-looking stuff over the weekend uh, in Indianapolis. That stuff was a um, uh, nice hemp. Got some good guesses. Tangerine Dream. Got some jungle mint guesses. Man, I'm gonna have to like look. I don't even remember what it is. And so I'm gonna go, uh, ah, this has got a location-based name. And so there is a hint. Use a location-based name. I got that. Is that is that the hint that I gotta look and see what I don't even know what it's called. Yep. Well, you know, let's I'm gonna continue to cover some news as we continue to play name that strain. Uh yes, let's let's move on to the next story. Bad story out of Ohio. They made it more difficult to get a ballot initiative through. So uh cannabis hydration news out of Ohio. Idaho. 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 I mean, I'm sure Ohio sucks too, but Idaho. Uh, Ohio does, but Ohio sucks a little bit less, way freaking less. And so yeah, Idaho. Don't see a ballot initiative coming anytime soon. What about this next one? Oh, you well, like I said, the place for lovers. They're going to hurry up and get that weed going for the summer. All right. Let's go to the place for lovers and shout out to Stephen Comey. He is the reason why I'm in YouTube. So Thank you, C3. Holy shit. <laughs> What's that? Thank you, man. Oh, shit. C3. I'm all for better production quality. We will be buying him the circle light here shortly. I already have sent him a couple. Well, Lauren picked it out. And then I'm like, yeah, no problem. Let me just get and I just haven't put it. It's in my Amazon cart. It will not be in my Amazon cart by the end of the day. Shout out to C3. Uh, right. And so then also shout out to Stephen Comey. That's the cat that actually is responsible for me starting a YouTube channel, which is hilarious. But um, we'll tell that story later. The Virginia legalization of adult use of marijuana takes effect on July. July 1st, 2021. Dude, not a brainer, man. This is like, hey, we're going to legalize it. And then they probably were like, oh, man, we just punch ourselves in the dick by going three more years. I mean, Jersey's trying to get their shit together now. You're, the whole East Coast has potential to but, be a... But think about it from a, you know, from a... What do they call that stuff? Uh, Trojan horse style. Mm. It's like, why are you objecting? We got three years. Okay. You know, but, uh... Shout out to Chelsea, though. We've had her on the show, her and the uh, marijuana justice uh, people, because they're part of that reform that made that happen. You know, they were like, we don't want this to go through until this good stuff happens. And, and they okay. got for a lot of it. Like, let's see what else. What, what came through with it, for that bill? Um, well, it's just the upward forward. Yeah, man. Issue, start right? talking about it. It's that Senate bill uh, 1406 and House Bill 231. Two, uh, Virginia became the first Southern state to legalize the possession and own use of marijuana by adults. And so uh, go for it, man. What else yeah. happened? Uh, last week, Governor Northam recommended changes to the legislation to permit the personal use provisions of the law to take effect on July 1st. So personal provisions. Perfect. Rather than on January 24th, the enactment date initially approved by lawmakers. The majority of the legislation concurred with the change. I would hope so. I would hope you would concur. <laughs> I mean, it's a no brainer at this point. 
Yeah, but still think about that. Timeline by which state regulators have to enact provisions, licensing, commercial cannabis productions, and sales remains July 1, 2024. So the Virginia Beach office is coming, baby, but not for a little while. I, I don't I wonder, think it's going to be open for a little while. I wonder now if Virginia, though, has potential because just like every state that creates uh, prohibition, like, or, uh, you know, like it's all selective now, like the same thing, like the police are going to enforce whether or not you wear a mask. You know, they can enforce whether or not they're going to arrest you for a plant, which has always been the case. But now the the prohibition like given the case, maybe it's going to enable people and maybe Virginia might have the most awesome weed coming like because it's going to be a uh, the thing that they're worried about here. Uh, diversion. There's mm. going to be so much weed leaving Virginia, I can imagine, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, you're going to have to have a lot of supply if you're going to keep your neighbor high. That is a policy choice. Anyway, let's just go back to uh, what we're playing while we're doing the news. It's name that strain. There it is again. Uh, Miggy, why don't you take a couple of prose words here and explain to people what that strain looks like? Well, we got, like you said, the popcorn bud, uh, most likely a machine uh, tumbled uh, with the uh, forest green hue, uh, dark of the leaf. little spotted it's not it's not so white but you can see the the speckled whiteness on there yeah like like almost like maybe they picked it a little early and so uh this 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 strain uh, for you guys playing at home is by true leaf so that narrows it down and it has uh locations two locations in it so um we will be getting to the next story uh where weed is legal virginia July 1st, and then three years later, let's get your license on. Where weed is legal, out of political. What's that one? More than 40% of Americans now live in states that have embraced full legalization. I so want to embattle that word. More conservative states like Kansas and Alabama are moving medical marijuana legalization bills forward. 18 states in total have embraced full legalization. Roughly two-thirds of Americans back legal weed, according to the polls. Home grow does not exist in Washington. Therefore, full legalization does not exist in a majority of these states. But yeah, it's nice that um, 40% of us live in states where we're allowed. Well, not legislative, not all legislative efforts have been a success with legislative bills dying in Maryland, Hawaii, and Wyoming in recent months. The rapid spread of legislation, legalization across the country will further exasperate the tensions between the state and federal laws. Of course, it's just common sense. Turn Turn up the pressure. Turn up the tension. That's why they're going to try to get it into Schedule 3. They're going to hopefully get it into Schedule 3, and then they're like, that's enough. The pressure's off enough. That's more profitable industry. But then I I don't know. I'm not really sure. Uh, Would that allow them to then be licensed and listed on the stock exchanges? If dropping it to Schedule 3 would allow it to – would that be enough? To the have like act, act. the Safe Banking Act, right? Would that be enough if it's dropped to Schedule Three? Uh, I'm not sure because you're still trafficking in a controlled substance. I know that the the tax issue goes away because the way IRC 280E is written, it says Schedule One or Schedule Two, and so I guess they didn't think anybody's trafficking in Schedule Three. But I don't know if the the money laundering and all those other statutes have that. It might just refer to the Controlled Substances Act, any type of trafficking in it, any type of uh, unless then do you get a license from maybe not? Well, it might be from the DEA. So do you have a DEA federal license uh, scheme that comes with dropping it to Schedule three? And I imagine, dude, it's funny you bring that up. I, I really think, you know, it's hard 
you ever see two companies when they merge and then like you have two HR departments now and now you have two uh, uh, whatever admin f- uh, facilities, you know, you, you just have two everything now. And now everybody's going to have this fight for fighting for their jobs, right? Like job creation, like I'm the better HR person than that guy who's been doing it, you know, because now you're one big company. Um, I kind of see the DEA, even though it's it's not it, it doesn't help. It's not the TA is a, a, a government entity that shouldn't and can't exist, and we'd all be fine. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I see you. Have you seen some of the legislation that's come through about how for marijuana cannabis testing, it has to be gone through a DEA certified lab? There's only, I believe, three of them. Yeah, the, and then the uh, the USDA law that we have for the farming hemp has that's one of the things they've continued. And then one of the guys, and shout out to him, his name's Keith. He was actually DEA certified at his lab for uh, production, and so like you know for creating um, like the Wallen process hemp extract that can create the the slight issue that they just aren't enforcing. Um, and yeah, that was pretty cool. But then trying to get them all licensed, all right, you're gonna have to hire a lot more people at the DEA, which I've never wanted to hear. I mean, like ever. I didn't think that getting cannabis legalized or at least more regulated uh, would. And I'm still not up thrilled if that's who's going to be like doing a lot more of the work. Well, this is why, again, defund the police. Right. It's not about, OK, they're hiring more people. Why? Because they need more scientist type people. They don't need guys with guns to go knock down doors. You need actual intelligent people with analytical and experience and to help create this infrastructure of a thing that it's all about sustainability, you know, right. and, and, and you can only go so far of knocking down doors and stealing people's shit until you right. have to figure out how to create a, a business. Structure. Well, we got to figure out how to do it because it's 40% of Americans live in states that have embraced full legalization. And so like there's even states like Kansas and Alabama that are moving further with medical cannabis. And then there's 18 states that have embraced full legalizations uh, and roughly two thirds of American backs legal weed. So, you know, you have this groundswell of demand by America, and then you have this absolute lack of regulation and fulfillment by the government. And so it's creating a real problem. And I think Michigan's doing a very good job of regulating as, as, as far as, and so is a lot of the West Coast. You know, like I think Washington's not doing the work. I mean, like, I don't, I'm not thrilled that you be guys. Better. It can, yeah. yeah. And again, all yeah. these things can be better. I mean, we could have full, real, and a prohibition, and and this will not be an issue ever. This, you know, sometimes it feels dumb talking about this, but it's not dumb because there are people dying for this fucking plant. There are people going to jail for this plant. There's people's lives being ruined, have been ruined for this plant. So, yeah. It's, but it's dumb. And it, and, but it's it's continuing. Like some legalization bills died this year. Maryland, Hawaii, Wyoming, all of them. They didn't they didn't succeed in any type of legalization legislation. But we have we track with marijuana moment. We paid the twenty five bucks a month to Tom Angel, and you should too because uh, that's that's helpful. It's tracking yeah. nine hundred bills, nine hundred cannabis bills going through the United States right now at the state. 
level. That's freaking awesome. And then Colorado, uh, an OG in the cannabis game, uh, adult use first entrant as as well as Washington, they have new license rounds that's coming because they had the opt-out provisions. And so they've been opted out so long, there's going to be like seven cities that's going to have a license round in Colorado. Plus, another reason to follow Tom Angel, because not only does he follow the state legislature, but the federal stuff. Like, he has active people, you know, the White House is like a living thing. And we all think we assume we know it until you know the personality of it. And you're like, oh, shit, I got to I got to tickle this over here so I can get this little action over here, because unfortunately, that's how it works. You would think, you know, we're raised on bullshit that if you have a dream, you can make it happen. But instead, you learn like, oh. We have uh, 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 I gotta jump into this one. Dick is like Matt Gates, like like this guy. Dickhead. Like when everybody was all like, "Hey, Matt Gates voted for marijuana," and then he gets caught up in this bullshit scandal with the uh, 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 um, underage uh, women, sex trafficking, going overseas, to crossing into international territory, paying for sex. This man's judgment is so bad. That of course he's a congressman from there in Florida. Of course he is. But look at the headline, the the one that was in the um uh what was it? Uh, here, let me see if I got it. Oh, there we go. Oops, I just go ahead, Lauren, you do it. <laughs> but look at this. So Matt Gates' trip to Bahamas is part of a federal probe into. Uh, oh, it's not this headline. It must be like below. But they talk about how he's working with a marijuana entrepreneur. And the only part of that marijuana entrepreneur is a guy. His he's a doctor who's willing to write prescriptions. He's not, he's not a, a farmer. He's not a, a, an activist. He's just some freaking dude who took advantage of uh, a, a eagle, an easy market. He's and, just and, a on a stake. That's it. Yeah. Headline. Sex trafficking, marijuana entrepreneur. Yeah, that, that, that could get in a paper somewhere. And, and let's, let's, but let's talk about like why Matt Gates was voting for all this pro-legalization shit. It's because he was going on these fucking whore tours. <laughs> you know, this guy was fucking milking him, feeding him for you know, his votes. It had nothing to do with the right thing. It had nothing to do with like what we should all do. You know, this is, this, yep. this, this is, but that does explain why he was the only Republican who was pro weed because his donor was giving him weed money. And so if you are a Republican thinking about running for office, please find yourself a marijuana entrepreneur to write you checks so that you can also sponsor the federal legalization Make Your More Money Act. That's what it is. How come there's not more of these? Well, again, this is depraved fact patterns. How come there's not better of these guys? How about that? Yeah, but then that's why marijuana moment is important. Back to that. I'm sorry, we we just get on this tangent, but you know that they follow the federal issues and with the federal uh, people involved. You know, this is why we have cannabis lobbyists. Like, how long has it been since? Because this guy NCIA has he's been in there for what five years now, seven years. He's been mm-hmm. there for, we had him on the show before, All and right. uh, yep. you know that that's what's helped our cause a little bit. You need lobbyists down there. You need people to take these assholes on vacations, and and that's what these guys do. Unfortunately, right. that's how Washington right. works. Yeah, that's why we're going to Washington so I can get someone kissing my ass. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> though, bro. Stupid. I mean, but then like you have to remember that a lot of people are. Um, that's self-interested. And I mean, like Matt Gates, I guess, supposedly is. Yeah, grow your own. Don't forget, you cannot legalize in your state without remembering the patients, at least for home grow. I yeah. mean, like, at least make sure the patients have home grow. Fundamentally. Holy crap to hater proof. 
Nice. Hey, shout out ever getting that. Oh my goodness. That makes absolutely no sense. How did you do that? Hater proof, write that in the comments. True leaf, Dutch Hawaiian flower. I had been trying to bowl this up. Remember I was at true leaf's website and no, not only do you hit a paywall, you hit a login wall. And so no, like, shit. I can't find information about true leaves flower uh, as to like what he just guessed this uh, Dutch Hawaiian. And so like Dutch Hawaiian, that sounds like we're talking about like two land races almost crossed up. I mean, like even before um, heirloom seeds. You know, if uh, Mama Kush and Papa Kush had a baby and then that baby had a baby with Daddy Kush and yeah. baby Dink and then they oh, had a man. baby. I got it. I got it. You know what strain that is? Uh, That's Kidman's. Kidman's? Kitten mittens. Kitten mittens. Kitten mittens. Kitten mittens. <laughs> Kitten mittens. I would smoke kitten mittens. Kitten mittens. Yeah. Decent strain. All right. Uh, shout out to contributor uh, Rachel Serena. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you. Appreciate everybody that tunes in and watches uh, two grown men read uh, cannabis legalization news and kind of shoot the shit for about uh, an hour. And so, you know what we haven't done, even though we should and though it's not, but it could be like when they're watching this, it literally could be 420 somewhere. Do we got that one with pizza queued up yet? Ah, uh, well, and then run the one that we didn't run last time and you know, give them something to look at. Those flowers are so tasty. I am totally legal. Tasty, tasty flowers. I tell you, uh, the, the flavor country has nothing to do with Marlboro. It's it's all about that stuff, bro. Uh, way better t- flavor than anything Marlboro's got and probably will ever have with a tobacco plant. Have you ever tried, tried to smoke a cigar? Oh, yeah. How's that go for you? You know, it's well, dude, so you don't have asthma. Um, but when I was in the Navy, I used to smoke cigarettes uh, because that's the only time you would get a lot of information. And uh, uh, plus, you just avoid a lot of work. You just hang out smoking constantly. Every five minutes, people are smoking. But uh, yeah, I smoked some Cubans and shit like that. And uh, I don't smoke any tobacco products no more because it will fuck me up. I, I know all of a sudden I have problem breathing and uh, uh, issues. So, yeah, that's how it worked out for me. Uh, hey, do you know anything about the uh, a deal um, with Certera and, and Trexon? Uh, those are two Florida operators that probably kind of merged or some money was changing hands and maybe they, they joined or something, but no, I'm not really all that familiar with the Florida market. And it's kind of annoying because like all these markets are basically little enclaves into on themselves as they are not allowed to ship outside their own States. So you have these MSOs that are kind of like, you know, snaking around collecting licenses and raising capital in the, uh, capital markets listed on a stock exchange in Canada. It's, it's, Complete tomfoolery. Genetic memory asks why we don't smoke on air, and uh, it's because the world hates cannabis, <laughs> or at it's least YouTube. We are complying with the terms and conditions of YouTube, bro. That's right. We are. Our message is too important for us to get flagged and banned. We are here to deliver information regarding the the legalization change to document that legalization change. So smash and likes and tune in when we have a state that's going to vote. Like we did that for New York, we did that for Illinois. Like uh, the more act, come for yeah. If we did it for the more act, we Arizona, not Arizona. Like Virginia just snuck up on us and like legalized it really, really quickly. And so we did a, a summary on the day that the Virginia passed and talked about that. And so we got 
you know, shit, man, how many more states do we got? Like 32? How many more states do we have to report on? And it's going to happen, uh, you know, brick by brick, domino by domino, you know, uh, exactly. <laughs> you know, this this thing is, right. is happening faster than, uh, you know, Prop 215 was the gateway to legalization, in my opinion. People see medical, people see marijuana, they see it's medical, it helps people. Then they also see, hey, all these guys are having events and doing things and, and consuming, like, a lot, and you would think the zombie apocalypse would happen by then. Not only that, what it, what's the news? It's the consuming of a lot. Usually, the people become more active, and we have we have a we have a news story about somebody becoming more active in oh, the yeah. news. Remember that uh, patient that was getting some charges for uh, smoking weed while on federal land? Did you see that oh, yeah. story? Yeah, out of the Phoenix Times, the cannabis charges against the patient who's hiked in federal land go up in smoke. Not only did they uh, hike in there, they got naked in the river, it seems like, and took a picture of themselves saying like, "Okay, get the dog in this, too, because we're going to be on the news one day. And I want to make sure my ass is is just where I want it. And also, I want the dog's ass to be in it. You can see a lot of thought went into this picture that goes with it. That was Nathan Freddy. He not only takes photos, he also fought the law and lost. Oh, no, he won. The law lost. Oh, and the law lost. Well, they dropped the charges. Nearly a year ago, the medical marijuana patient. And again, if uh, if I look like that, thank God I'd make national news. But uh, Well, again, <laughs> did you see how much ass was in that usage? It's like, okay, naked girl, naked guy. Man, it'd be great if we could just get like one dog's butt right in the middle. Okay, great. Put it's it on the front page. Booty yeah. pick. That's all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, nearly a year ago, the medical marijuana patient was approached by Federal Bureau of Land Management. So, again, anytime you're on federal ground, it's a federal issue. Yeah. Uh, same thing in Yellowstone. I knew a girl who got ar- arrested for an eighth, and uh, uh, she was facing federal charges. Um, I, I came. I was driving through Yellowstone, and I had an eighth on me, and I actually got scared at one point. I think it was because I was smoking too much weed as I was driving through. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, it maybe it was picked too early, high, too high in THC. You got a little paranoid. But this oh, was I almost a year it. ago, man. And so a medical marijuana patient was approached by a Federal Bureau of Land Management ranger over a missing permit shortly after taking a na- that naked photo of them in the Arpavia Canyon. Cool. And so during this exchange where he may still have been naked, we don't know that, uh, they discovered that there was some cannabis and that he was a uh, a pot. uh, Well, he had medical cannabis out of Arizona, but he's not in Arizona. Where is he? He's on a federal park, federal land. That's exactly it. And uh, that's great. You brought that up. (laughs) You're still on federal property, sir. (laughs) Yeah, he wanted to be. But at least he, he he called it though. I mean, he was willing to stand up for his rights. He he wanted to be judged by a jury of his peers who believed would view as absurd the notion of marijuana being illegal in the state, but illegal if you wander onto federal lands in the same state. Yep. You know what? I, I think he would have won. Fucking right. Try to see the jury in that. Try to see it. And so now, about a year later, what happened? They dropped the charges suddenly. Uh, but you see, let's get that headline again with the ridiculous photo. Uh, what is it? It's a pun. They did it again. They do this on every gosh darn uh, headline they can. Always. If it's about the cannabis industry, make a pun out of it. So what happens? The cannabis charges, where did they go? Up in smoke. Ah, you're so fucking clever, Mr. Baxter. And seriously, though. But, and again, that goes back to when we talked to Tommy Chong. They, they literally created a language. 
No one, you know, no one would say up and smoke and and yeah. and not think Cheech and Chong. Yes, I see what you did there. <laughs> you know, but you know, and just as infuriating as the bullshit that happens here, uh, the crazy shit international wise, you know, over in Japan. Oh, do we have some international news? Let's uh, go do? to the international news. In Japan today, I found this uh, uh, re- police report, number of cannabis offenders, 2020. Uh, this number seems a little small for a whole-ass country, but a record 5,034 people were involved in cannabis-related crimes in Japan 2020, with teens and those in their 20s accounting for the majority of the offenders police data showed Thursday. The figure rose 713 from the previous year for the seventh consecutive year increase and exceed 5,000 for the first. I can't stop last week. I'm dying. 5,000 people. Come on. You're a whole ass country. You're a whole ass country. There's like 42 some million people. Actually, I thought there was like 100 million people that lived in Japan. Gee, many freaking Christmas. That's only 5,000 arrests for all those people. National Police Agency warned that many young people are not aware of the risk of drugs due to the circulation of positive information online and vowed to boost cyber patrols and crack down on drug deals using social media. Watch out for this honeypots. This is why the YouTube informational channel that's being beamed into uh, Japan, which as far as I know is still in Japan, like we can have the guest on that had our international Japanese episode. He's in Mexico City. Like we didn't yeah. tell you that, but then that's why he's able to do these uh, videos in Japanese regarding how to cultivate uh, the medicine out there. But he's not there. You know, that's the type of risk. He got raided for, for just sharing information in social media. And then, and that's the thing. They didn't... A gram. How long was he in jail for less? No, no grams. A month? About a month. Yeah. He was arrested for a month. No grams. Away from your life. Can you come back from regular life and get your job back? That's that's part of the issue with this criminality bullshit. Yeah. Maggie, where were you last month? Oh man, I got detained for saying stuff. What? Dude. You and, were and, and again, for saying stuff? What? But even think about it this way too: in prohibition states, where that happens, right? Like, say if I get caught in Kentucky with with, with smoking a joint, I want I want to do a civil disobedience act, right? You think they're going to just slap me in the wrist and let me go home? You think Kentucky would just say, "Hey, you know what, sir"? You, we respect your civil authority, your, your civil disobedience. No, they're going to lock me up and take away time in my life, you know. And possibly if that happened on a Monday mm-hmm. and I had a job I got to be to on a Tuesday and I don't get released until like Wednesday, Thursday, depending on the process. This, this, is, this is why the criminality is bullshit. You know, it hurts so many lives on so many different levels. Oh, man, let's let's give a shout out to uh, the the strain that we got from Neymar strain. And if you guys want your strains to be featured on it, go over to my Instagram. It's right there. Cannabis industry lawyer. DM us some of your illegal weed, because, again, like we're trying to comply with the YouTube rules. It's one of the reasons why that that one YouTuber is in Mexico City so that he can help educate and change the laws in Japan. Uh, Not everybody has freedom of speech. We are very lucky that we live in America as we try to change these laws and have tools like like YouTube uh, and also Instagram. And so please do hit me up down there. But that is to be, uh, help me out with her name here, at Rachel Rihanna, at Rachel Ciara. I'm going to say thank you to Rachel for doing that. But she said it was a 21.2% THC. And how much is an eighth in Florida? It is $53. So if you have a legal eighth, let me know what it is in your market. Or if we can like 
because you know we'll go to the website. We we weren't able to find out how much uh, True Leaf was charging on their website. Maybe if we like logged in and had an account, but I'm not a Florida patient, you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, and like you were saying, too, we are fortunate enough to live in, in places where we can have this conversation and, and be in positions in our lives because there are still a lot of Americans who can't be in front of a camera or choose a real name. You know, I, I go by Miguel, a.k.a. Mickey 420, because I wrote as Mickey 420 for 10 fucking years. And, and right. so I, I, I got to pay tribute to that part. But again, I'm also a human being. Like, my name's Miguel. Say hi. <laughs> Yeah. And that's one of the things we got to do here in a bit. I mean, like, I'm going to say like, hey, guys, don't forget to come down and say hi to me. Uh, If you're tuning in from Kansas, not Kansas, Kentucky or Ohio at the Ohio Cannabis Expo, uh, Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, May 19th and 20th. Uh, The tour is going to be stopping in there. And so uh, we'll have a booth. Uh, Hopefully we can do something from there, like some type of it might be members only. It might be a live. It might be some interviews. Uh, Do something. I mean, if I got five. 5G and I got my new iPhone uh, should be pretty clear, you know, because like the 5G connectivity with the upload speeds faster than what I got here. And then you saw how Miggy's being impacted by being in his uh, his bunker. Yeah, I mean, I got a decent Wi-Fi. I was a little ashamed when uh, uh, Tommy Chung when I froze up, too. But, uh, you know, that's what happens. When you share Wi-Fi with 10 kids and an old lady. Well, and- <laughs> uh, give me your data numbers later. I might be able to help you out with some stuff. Um, it's all good, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah. um, yeah. right on, Michael. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, it was great to like meet some people, and then also to meet some you know, some friends that you know I had. I, I maybe like you know heard some of their comments and some other stuff in there. But it was great to go out there and like uh, meet other people in the industry. Also, uh, which site was that again? I'm not sure which one's Biological Buds is trying to find um, this site. Uh, I don't really even know Here's if I had. Because I'm looking no, no, it wasn't the truly of one. It's this uh the cannabis, it's, oh. it's cannabis imp.com. Uh, but this is like their pitch deck. Uh, when it's really a nice pitch deck, to be honest. It's what they call a media kit, and it's essentially a pitch deck, but for media, and they tell you what yeah. you get and all that type of stuff. Contact <laughs> us for ours. And, and then uh, um, you know, any questions, whatever, hit us up. Like, you know, it gives us good things to uh uh throw back out and figure out because we want to contribute to you guys as far as like you're hanging out with us goddamn 170 people 60 people so that's, that's fucking dope you know yep but yeah great yeah i think that's gonna do it before we go we do want to shout out just baked william strope and seether of course for throwing us some cash uh, as we said before, 50% of everything we make goes straight to Cannabis uh, Prisoners Commissary. I was looking at some prices. It's 34 bucks to get a headphone in federal prisons, uh, 69 bucks to get an MP3 player. And then in federal prisons, inmates earn up to from 12 cents to $1.15 per hour, depending on what they're working. So some people have to work hours to be able to afford some eyeshadow or some. Do we have any players, bills? So. Let's 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 keep seeing if we could. There has to be some justice reform bills. I swear I've, I've read some of that, like the people introducing bills to like ban privatized prisons. We should really make sure we kind of stay on top of that. But, you know, I just sent the link into our uh, Slack and the, the, there's a, a representative doing that. And um, also, as you look up the prisoner and, and we send funds to these people, women think about just like homeless uh, women, uh, feminine hygiene products. They got to pay for that shit. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the state's taking care of these people. You've got to pay for your toothpaste, everything. As soon as you get branded to be a felon, it's so freaking easy. Like that's, I mean, even if you read the the, the amendment that uh, freed the slaves and all that and created all that, there's still like this huge exception, like except for criminals or something like that. I think it's the 13th Amendment. Uh, slave, the one that abolished slavery still has like that a clause in it that you're like, What? So as, if you're a criminal, that's that's a huge glaring loophole. Why don't you just make all the people that you don't like a criminal? Yeah, I, I, we're not human in these people's eyes, and that's why we got to change this shit. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much for throwing us some cash. And thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We will see you on Wednesday. Thank you.